the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good afternoon, family. This is Minister Dion. I'll be standing here today instead of my mother, and she wishes you all the best. She loves you all. She sends you all her love. She is praying for you as we always do. She wants you to know that to keep pushing, keep trusting, keep believing, and she cannot wait to get back with you all. I'm here today just to continue on with what we were speaking on last week with the Lord being our keeper. But before we do so, I would want to pray for you all that we would all have wisdom and understanding that our hearts would be open, that our minds would be receptive, that our ears would be open to hear what the Spirit is saying today. If you would, please bow your head with me. If you're driving, please don't bow your head, but just listen in. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you for praying for us and interceding for us, oh Lord Jesus. Thank you for covering us, blood covering us. Thank you for keeping us even in the storm winds and then when the waves and the things try to come up against us, you said you will raise up a standard. Thank you for keeping our children. Thank you for keeping our houses. And thank you for keeping us, even ourselves, oh Lord Jesus, for you are the keeper of our souls. Father God, we pray for our neighbors to the east of us and all those who have been affected by tropical weather and storm and that you would come in and comfort them, O Lord Jesus. As we come underneath the sound of your word and what the Spirit has given me to give unto your children, I pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to go forth unto all the hearers. Lord, we pray these things in your name, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And so last week, family, we were talking about the Lord being our keeper. We kind of built that message on Psalms 121, because rarely in the Bible do we directly see that the Lord is our keeper. But everywhere in the Bible, it is seen that the Lord is indeed our keeper. But here in Psalms 121, the psalmist puts it so eloquently, and I'll read starting from verse 1 and ending at verse 5. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve 
your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's review here, family. We looked at last week. Why do our souls need to be kept? We said one of three for preservation. Preservation meaning to keep alive or in existence, to make lasting, right? To go out ahead of and to protect, right? My heart, in my heart, I have need of protection. We have need, even the Bible says in in Proverbs, to guard our heart. The heart not only has a responsibility to keep the physical body alive, but also keep the soul alive. We talked about two. Conservation, meaning to prevent injury, decay, waste, or loss of. Our souls, unlike our bodies, do not decay, for they're made to be alive and have everlasting life and have that life with the Father who is in heaven. The soul, family, believe it or not, is susceptible to spoilage. If you don't believe me, have you ever been misused and abused And your trust and your love, you trusted in a situation or you trusted in a place or you trusted in somebody and it was misused and abused. You've ever loved something or given yourself over to someone in love and it was misused and abused. Every time that happens, you put it out there and it's given back to you. It's bitten off of. Once an apple is bit into not long, family, do you see that apple begins to turn brown and rot and decay. Once fruit is broken into, it be, uh, avocado is sliced into, or orange is sliced into, it, it begins to rot and it begins to decay. So when we give ourselves and our, and, and our trust and our love over into different situations and it's cut into, misused and abused, it begins to rot and decay right where it's at. And then we become hard. And we don't then we are reluctant to even give of ourselves when a a situation that God has sent, a person that God has sent, a a, a breakthrough that God has sent is right there in front of you. But because I've been scarred and broken and hurt and spoiled from so much in the past, I don't have that fresh produce to give unto this. Disappointment, family, causing faith to waver and hopelessness to set in. We've all been disappointed. We've all, if you're being honest, have wavered in our faith. We've all have been rendered hopeless. And we know what hopelessness does because we have need of hope to carry on and carry forth. And three families, sustenation to support, hold, bear up from below, bear the weight of as a structure or to undergo. Family, in this world, we need something to stand on. And we will naturally go and search for a place to be. If it rains outside, we're going to immediately seek shelter. And then once comforted, we'll submit to that place of refuge. A further definition of the word sustenation is to endure without giving away or yielding. We submit unto that which we've been comforted by and that which we have sought shelter in. So why do our souls need to be kept? One, preservation, two, conservation, and three, sustenation. And then we continue forward, family. And we meditated on the soul keeper we have in Jesus. We compared it to concierge service at a hotel or a resort. Once you check into that place, 
You are no longer at your own house. You have come into somebody else's home or establishment or living environment. And they had you in mind when they were building it. They didn't know you personally. They didn't write out to you and ask you, hey, hey, what, what was you what would you like for us to do here? But when you arrive, they had already prepared a place for you. Doesn't it sound like our Lord who has gone out to prepare a place for us, family? First Peter chapter one, verse 19 says. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. As a lamb without blemish or without spot, your house is not your own. Your house, oh family, if you have given yourself away, is no longer your own home. You have come into the submission. You have subjected yourself. You have submerged yourself. You have come underneath the refuse of our keeper, Jesus Christ. Allow him to come on in. When, now, when housekeeping knocks on the door, allow housekeeping to come in and sort these things out. Yeah, I made a mess. But I have a keeper who has come in to do the work. And the work has already been done because when he hung his head 2,000 years ago to tell us, it is finished. It's finished, family. First Peter chapter 1, verse 19 says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish or without spot. Family, you are no longer public property for society, culture, circumstances, childhood, traumas and abandonment others and even yourself to walk in and walk out on to cut in and to cut out on to go in make mockery and leave out leaving a mess for you to clean up and you don't even know where to start because family as we pointed out last week you cannot keep yourself why cannot you keep yourself it's because you cannot keep yourself from sin if a man says he has no sin the bible says he's a liar and a truth it's not in them. Family, you are now privately owned. And now there's a standard. <laughs> there's a standard that one must adhere to. And permission has to be granted in order for someone to come in. I guess that's why Jesus says over in Revelations, I stand at the door and knock. I love that verse. I love what he's done there and, what, and, and, and how gently he comes, but how much an authority and boldness and how resilient and how uh, chastising he is when he gets there. You are not, you, 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 you're, you're not owned by the public, but you're privately owned. And Jesus says, I come in and knock at the door of your heart. And he says, if you'll let me in, I'll come in and down with you. Let's get something to eat. Let me fill you. Even in having private property, though, you must regard land taxes, laws, and, of course, the neighboring community at large. The Bible says that you are in this world, <laughs> but not of this world. I belong to the kingdom of God. 
I've been blood bought with no return policy. <laughs> Don't you like that, family? You've been blood bought with no return policy. Because once you say yes, once your soul says yes, even though you may fall away tomorrow, it was finished 2,000 years ago. And even beforehand, for he says, I am Alpha and Omega, before the foundations of the world. He knew of you. He had you in mind before you even showed up to this resort, before you even showed up to this kingdom. And family, we concluded last week's message with a story on the king on his deathbed, questioning the afterlife and who's going to come with him. And this king had four wives. The fourth wife was his most beautiful. He loved her the most. And she denied coming with him. His third wife, he showed off to neighboring kingdoms, flaunted her around, and she said, I'm going to remarry after you die. The second wife was there in times of need, but they said, I could, she said, I couldn't go with you. I'll be at the funeral. I'll plan it out, but I just can't go with you. Then the first wife called out unto him and said, I'll leave with you. I'll go wherever you go, even to the afterlife. And the king said, I, I should have spent more time with you. I should have I built you up more. I should have tended to you a little bit more. And then we understood that these four wives were just the same as the four wives that we all have. The fourth body, the, the fourth being the body, the third being the possessions, which is going to be distributed amongst others and remarried, the second wife being the family and the friends, and the first wife being our soul, our soul. Family, remember, he requested of the second, third, and fourth wife, but the first wife requested of him. She called out unto him. And that's our soul, family, that's calling out unto us. You ever wake up in the middle of the night crying or you couldn't go to sleep? You ever find yourself just sitting and just get frustrated or mad just out the blue? It's because there are some things that you're carrying. Family, our feelings are not guides, but they're gauges. Our soul will let you know. Our soul will call out unto you, hey. I have need of you. I got some things over here. I'm, I'm empty in these places. I'm broken in these places. I need some fixing here. This house needs some fixing. I got some, some broken pipes over here. I got, you know, I got a, a, a high grass out in the front. I got some electrical problems over here. I got some cracks in the foundation over here. But family, you can't do it on your own. You're not a plumber. You're not an electrician. You're not a carpenter. But guess who is? Our Lord, Jesus Christ, the son of Jesse, the carpenter. He's a doctor who never lost a patient. He's a general that never lost a war. He's a musician that never missed a note family. And he's the keeper of your soul. And so we looked at that word keeper in the Greek, that word gorgas has three meanings. A husband, tiller of the soil, and a vine dresser. How do, these, how do these apply to a keeper? Well, let's look at the first meaning, the husband. This is two words meaning a house band. 
Family, if you're being honest, we are very, if we're being honest, we're very capable of falling down, falling away, and falling apart. But the Bible says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The Bible also said, even while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He said, I'll break myself (laughs) so I can pull you together and keep you. My house will go in two so that your house will become one with me. I'll bond your house if you will receive of me as your husband's house band. And then the second definition was the tiller of the soil. God didn't name Adam, Adam out of any coincidence. Adam's name literally means tiller of the soil. Not only by name, but by responsibility, he was called in the garden or to the house that God gave him. Now, we know the story. We know that he ultimately fell. He and Eve were put out the garden. And we were then now lifeless from God. Not that he died in his body, but he died in his spirit. And now his soul was in longing. There was never no conflict prior to the sin and to the fall. He was whole. He was intact. Body, soul, and spirit means wholeness. The body wants health. That's why we work out. The soul wants happiness. That's why we look for things to make us happy. The spirit is like God and that is holy and it wants holiness. And once these three come together, it's wholeness. But by the fall, now, you're without spirit, the soul is longing, and the body is in the, it's, it's like a flashlight in the daytime, lost. But the Bible calls Jesus the second Adam, or the last Adam. And that what the first Adam c- couldn't do, Jesus came and did. And not only did he did it as in past tense, but he's doing it right now, fam. If you come underneath the sound of my voice, here he is. Boom, 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 boom. I stand at the door and knock. Family, this opportunity will not always be available to us. The Bible says, and Jesus in one of his parables said that the kingdom of heaven is like the ten brides when five had oil to burn and had light and Other five didn't have oil to burn. They were unprepared. And the five that didn't have no oil, they left. But then when the bridegroom, the husband came and opened the doors of the church to receive in. Those he those that he was going to invite to the party, invite the five who with the with the oil went in. And then the five who were without oil, the doors were shut. Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand today, but family will not always be at hand. And thirdly, we look at him as a vine dresser. The Bible says in John, I am the vine. You are the branches. My father is the vine dresser. So even with God, our father being a vine dresser and Jesus being the vine, that's saying that Jesus put himself in God's hand. 
What a beautiful picture and portrait of submitting to God. Jesus is the perfect illustration of what submitting to God looks like. Amen. Let me talk to you right quick. Come in closer, brother. If you do not submit to your Lord, to your keeper, to your husband, you are Jesus's bride. Believe it or not. He said, he said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. If you be in Christ, you be in the church, which makes you a bride. If you do not submit to your husband, how can you expect your wife to submit to you being her husband? Women take and expand. You give a woman a seed, she's impregnant, she expands life, and then gives it back to you in the form of a child. So if you want a submissive woman, you have to show yourself submissive under your Lord. God is head over Christ. Christ is head over man. Man is head over a woman. Children obey your parents. We talked about this in earlier message. This is the lineage. This is how the power of heaven comes down on earth. This is how the will of God comes down on earth. And it has not changed. So family, we see here that not only is he a keeper in the sense of a husband, he's the keeper in the sense of the tiller of our soil. He's a vine dresser family. Jesus is a cover over us that we need out here in this world. As you can see, there's so many things. Tropical storms, viral outbreaks, war, family. There's so many things. We need a keeper. Don't think that you can go out here on your own. How long will you keep running, family? The Bible says even the youth grow weary. But his strength shall be renewed in the Lord. He is a supplier and a provider for all our needs. He is our husband, man. He says, I'm a jealous God. Jealous in the sense of a husband being uh, treated on by his wife or infidelity in a marriage. He says, I'm a, I, I your God, am a jealous God. Because he's knocking family. But we, we got so much going on in the house. We can't even hear the knock at the door. But he wants to come in and fill us to make us fruitful. Again, to make us his bride. I am the vine, you are the branches. What do branches do? They extend. If you add a G in the word bride, it means bridge. You are an extension of the goodness of God, an extension of his kingdom. He hasn't done this for you. He has need of somebody else to come walk over you to experience the kingdom. He wants to extend his goodness to you so that you may extend your goodness to another, that that other may come to him and extend extend again because one can put a thousand in flight into ten thousand. Family, if you've been running, if you've been trying to figure it out, if you've had a prior experience of God, maybe in a religious assembly or somebody who said they were from him, but never knew him, 
hurt you, family, I'm here to tell you today, he wants to come in. And if you are willing to accept him and answer the door, repeat this prayer after me. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior already. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. If you uttered those words, heaven is rejoicing. The symbols are clashing. The percussion is beating. Family, we love you. And until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.